going to need your clothes, your boots, and your season pass. The T-800 and T-1000 Terminators are coming to Call of Duty Operator Packs for Vanguard of Warzone in August. And we've got some new information on a few new studios being created by some big name studio heads. All this news and more right now on Gaming News Weekly. Gaming News Weekly is back with another big week video game news. We are the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we bring you all the juiciest video game news across the entire industry. We're on Fruitland, we're on YouTube, and we are everywhere that podcasts are available. My name is Erock the Red. I am joined every single week by this fella right here, full clip. What's going on, dude? How you did that one today? What's up? Doing good. Yeah, uh, this is one of those weeks where we've got like news from every corner. I like these where it's just a big variety. It is a big variety, and it's like a lot of random stuff. Um, and then also like so now like San, San Diego Comic Con just started like today, so I'm sure we'll be playing a little catch up next week with some of the announcements coming out of there. If there's some. Um, you know, video game announcements, but yeah, we got a, some fun, fun things to talk about. Um, but before that, what do you been, what have you been up to? Anything exciting? You got a new background? You're getting hyped for Dragon oh, yeah. Season? Yeah, yeah. As I told you before the show, just had to get out of that uh, dystopian hellhole, stretch my legs, uh, check out Cyrodiil for a little while. There you go. Yeah. Love it. Uh, so I've been playing uh, sort of like a new spin on an old thing this past week. Um, Minecraft Create Mod. Came out with the brand new update 0.5 for the full Steam Ahead update. Uh, so they added in the ability to make trains, train tracks, steam engines, and just a whole slew of other little things. Oh, and cool. it's been a lot of fun. Nice. So what do you then once you have your train set up? What do what do you do with them? You just ride, drive them around places? Like uh... yeah, um, you can. I mean, what Create Mod is mainly doing is adding a lot of uh, automation to the game, oh, okay. so you can make the machines of your dreams and now oh, trains cool. are a part of that you can loop it in to deliver goods or say there's uh you know you've got a main base and you've got a base somewhere else take your train just to purely transportation if you want to oh, that's but fun. yeah do you have to lay it down all the track uh individually or is there that's that that's an track? option or you can make your train lay down its own tracks if you oh, want okay. to well, sky's go. the limit that's cool that's cool it's, uh it sounds a lot of uh you know like a lot of work but yeah, it's, it's a lot of tinkering to get it down yeah. the first time, but yeah. Nice. Uh, and then I saw you got uh, a few more gold guns. Oh, yeah, um, that grind never stops. Yep, yep. It looks... It, watching that video at the end, man, like, you just seemed, like, so over it. <laughs> like, I was, I was yeah. The last gun, the last challenge was uh, bullet penetration kills. Yeah. You know, 50-50, whether it's going to work in the first place, but... I had one more, had to do an entire next match, yeah. and as you see, I, I actually got it in the last like five seconds of that game, so I was about to you know rage again if, yeah. if I wouldn't have got it. Yeah, because you're like, I don't know, man, it's like, I gotta play until, you know, next year or whatever, but oh, yeah. yeah, I think I think you do it. You just gotta double down, you gotta take a leave of absence from your job, Yes. and just yes. play all day, every day. That's the plan. Sneak, uh, sneak the PC into work. Play, you know, under the desk. Smart. 
You could get one of those. Uh, I got one of those backbones for my phone. You could play right oh. on there, and it's a remote play. Easy yeah. peasy. Um, I had a very fun video game week. I played Stray. Uh, it's one of our new releases came out. We'll talk about that uh, during our new releases. But the biggest news, and I'm a sucker. I am a, the biggest sucker because I paid $60 to play a free-to-play game. I Ooh. bought the Founders Pass, uh, the Founders Pack for Multiverses. There is three levels. There's a $40 level, a $60 level, and a $100 level. And in it, you, there's like, you know, uh, in-game currency and, you, you know, it unlocks all the characters and stuff. I'm like, ah, so I did it. I bought the middle one. But oh, nice. I'm loving it, dude. Going Great. full um, Mickey D's on it. I'm loving it. So is this the first time you got to play it, or did you get in on that earlier? This like, is the alpha first time. Um, so, yeah, I got in there, and I was nervous, too. I'm like, man, what am I doing? I'm paying $60 for a game. I'm not even certain that I'm going to enjoy and that I could also wait literally a week and play it for free. I could, I could, I could have went and watched an hour's worth of Twitch streaming content and got a code to play it, but that's a lot of, that's a lot of work. I don't got time for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I cashed in some pips. I got that, uh, um... The multiverses, and I'm so happy that I did. I'm addicted to it. All I want to do right now, I want to just like hang up on this call and just go play more. So it is, um, it's very fun. I'm really excited for you to get uh, hands on with it and give it a try. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot as uh, I've been working on my Batman, so that's been fun. Oh, nice. And um, uh, Finn from uh, uh, Adventure Time. That's the, the dog, right? Finn, Finn is the dog. Jake is the human. Yeah. Uh, I think that. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Right. A little right. after my time. Yeah. So, um, but it's been it's been so much fun, and I'm learning the nuances, the 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 you know the best ways to battle. Like one of the last matches I had, got stomped by some high level like people that had like the dude had a badge and said he already had like like 1,200 ring outs. I'm like this game started yesterday. <laughs> Like, and just stomped me, dude. Didn't even knock him out once. Oh, so. gosh. So either, like, hackers or he works for the company. He's a dev on the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or just someone with no no life at all. But um, it is absolutely a blast. I'm excited to see which characters get released. So they also, so the, the premium pack that you could get has 30 character unlock tokens. So we know we're at least going to get up to 30 characters and right now i think hmm. there's like 13 available so it's gonna be quite a few more coming in uh in the future so very exciting to see who it's gonna be oh yeah i saw like one of them that was is rumored is ted lasso did you ever watch ted lasso the, uh, no. uh it's uh it's one of the best shows ever it's uh the apple tv show about like a uh a soccer coach uh football coach um but yeah it's great um so yeah a lot of good stuff happening but i uh, enough about uh multiverses i could just keep talking about it all, all day um let's let's move things along what do you say sounds good all right let's talk about some new releases from last week All right, the first one I talked about already, Stray, came out July 19th for PC, PS4, and PS5. It's a third-person adventure game where you play as a cat. 
Nothing else needs to be said. Play as a cat, you go on an adventure. It's amazing. Um, but no, you're a cat in this like weird robot world. It's like cyberpunk, but there's no humans. It's just like robots everywhere. Hmm. And um, you have like a little drone friend and you just got to explore. I love it. Yeah, it sounds really cool. I saw you had a video up, but I haven't been able to watch it yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So is this uh, bringing you around to being more of a cat person than a dog person? Man, so I've always been, I go back and forth all the time. I was always a, a more of a cat person because I, I, you know, grew up in apartments, couldn't have dogs. Oh. So, and then I got a house, you know, moved over to the dog territory. But now, like, you know, I go back and forth. My favorite <laughs> pet of all time was my cat, Izzy. And this cat that I play as in Stray reminds me so much of this cat, dude. It's amazing. Like she's, it's, the cat sounds like you can meow by hitting circle. Sounds oh, wow. just like my cat Izzy. Uh, looks a lot like her, dude. It's great. So, um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, my kid's really into it. So, you know, that's one that, you know, he could just run around. Like the gameplay itself, it's not like platforming or anything. You walk up to a ledge and it prompts you. You'll see like an X prompt. And that's how you know, like you could go up to that ledge or you could jump down. So it's a very simple game more just the the exploration finding clues and solving little puzzles but it's beautiful um it's a lot of fun it's got a lot of heart so yeah i'm really enjoying it yeah and that was uh available through the playstation mid-tier yeah, subscription? yeah through the the playstation plus uh subscription so um it is available for purchase i'm not certain how much it is but um yeah i definitely i i recommend it if if Anybody out there, if you're if you're a cat person or, or even just a robot person, you know, it's got it all. Cats, robots. That's about it. Um, and it's got it's right now. It's an 84 on Metacritic, so it's doing very well in the reviews as well. Next up, as Dusk Falls came out July 19th on PC, Xbox One, Xbox X, and S. This is a interactive drama. Basically, it's like one of those story games where you make the choices so it's about two families across 30 years and you have to make the choices and like um you could have up to eight people playing along whether they're all you know in your house or you're playing with people online and it's you could download an app so and you can make the choices there and i think it's like majority vote or something like that oh, um, okay but it looks really cool this is one of the ones we've talked about it a couple of times but it's like um described as like a moving graphic novel where it's like not fully animated but it's done with like real actors that were digitally rendered and then it like kind of progresses with um you know frames so um i'm eager to get in and play this one i hear great things about it uh and this was one of the ones that came out on on game pass so those subscription services man they're paying off i'll tell you what yeah yeah, this is uh this is one of those games where it has just that interesting visual style because mm -hmm. the the way they chose to represent this, uh, like you said, sort of frame by frame. Um, I, I can't help getting past like thinking of those PBS uh, animations that they showed us in school growing up. Yeah. Um. So uh, it it uh, it almost seems a little cheap to me. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure if you like the tale telltale game series and things like that yeah. where you really get to make those decisions and go slowly and affect the way that the game works with your decisions that's probably a great game for you exactly and they do say like this is a game it's meant to be played 
with a group of people as like kind of like you know you you choose yeah. the, the choice. So it's so probably like cool. a Dusk Till Dawn fan sort of game too. Dude, I don't even know this what the story is. I know Dusk is in it. We, that's written in the title. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then last up, Live Alive. This is a Nintendo Switch game. Came out July twenty second. This was a remake of a nineteen ninety four role playing game um, that was, I guess, pretty popular enough for it to get a remake thirty years later. Um, but it's about it's got nine districts, and then there are these scenarios across different time periods. Uh, eight different protagonists that you play is there's, and each one of those has like these different gimmicks, like, and it's um. Like turn-based fighting, but like they have these different abilities and different items. Uh, seems really cool. This is one that like my buddy has been super excited for, and he was showing me like trailers of this, and I'm like, dude, it looks like. I mean, it was made for what was it, Super Famicom or whatever? It was that Super NES? So yeah. it was like th- that um, style. So if you're into that sprite-based, like top-down, like you know, uh, style of game, this one again, this one's at an 82 on Metacritic. It's uh, it's getting some some great reviews as far as. Uh, you know, just being a throwback role-playing game. So. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that this one was a remake, but uh, that makes a lot of sense with the graphics. Though it doesn't yeah. totally look like that. They've uh, upgraded some things, like mm-hmm. with the parallax, the backgrounds are a little blurred, but then your foreground is still pixelated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It definitely, uh, you know, it's it's updated for, for sure. But, uh, yeah, and it looks good. You know, if you're into that, if you're into that style of game, it's definitely not just a... You know, a ROM from from 1994 where you're just yeah. playing. It's uh, definitely updated and uh, it shows. So that one, it's I guess the story of this one, fantastic from what, everything I'm hearing. So um, my buddy will be very excited, and um, hopefully all you people are as well. All right, and those were our major releases from this past week. Let's talk news of the week. Seems like every week we're kicking off the news with the same thing. It's game announcements coming to Game Pass. First up, As Dusk Falls, Watch Dogs 2, both out cloud console and PC. Then we got Sins of a Solar Empire Rebellion came out for PC. Moto GP22, cloud console and PC. Torment Tides of Numenera. Cloud and console, and then Inside comes out July 29th. You excited about any of these? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I've played Inside uh, beginning to end, and yeah, I've played that with my wife, so it's kind of a fun, like, anybody can play it, play it on the couch, a couple people can pass the controller back and forth, uh, puzzle-solving, left-to-right scroller game. Uh, now, that was the successor to Limbo, yeah. I believe. But it, it's uh, it's not quite as like black and white as Limbo was. So that is a really great game. Uh, Watch Dogs, I played Watch Dogs Legions, but not Watch Dogs 2. But if you like uh, maybe a more tame GTA, I think this one's set not in London, but San Francisco. Mm. Um, so thinking of the world in like 10 to 20 years and the internet of things, that's how, what I would call that game. So I think that one's also worth checking out. Uh, most of the others on the list I've not actually heard of before. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to play. I've never played any of the Watch Dogs. I remember um, when they were first coming out, like being really excited for them, and then I just never got around to playing them. So, um, 
that's that's been on my list. But yeah, and then as dusk falls, absolutely gonna check that one out. But I don't. I haven't even looked up what Torment Tides of Numenera is. I do like saying Numenera, so you know, maybe I'll oh, look yeah. into it more. But yeah, MotoGP. I still got to master F1 first before I move on oh, yeah. to the motorcycles. That might take a little while. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, again, some some great games. This one I know, like a little people were a little, you know, well, where's my AAA titles? But I mean, Watch Dogs Two. That's a that's a AAA title. It's a little older, but you know, whatever. You take what you get. But oh. I mean, as dust falls, it's a day one release. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Interactive dramas, but you know, you can't always get what you want, right? All right. Moving on. Seems like. Every single day, a new studio is being announced. Uh, well, today, two new studios. Uh, the first is called Jar of Sparks. This is from Jerry Hook. He is the guy behind um, the Halo games, most recently Halo Infinite. Uh, he was uh, uh, the, I don't know what he did on director, creator, whatever. But he is creating a new studio uh Called Jar of Sparks is going to be a triple A studio um, focusing on creating a new generation of narrative driven action games with immersive worlds. You know, we need more triple A studios. A lot of indie studios out there. We need a lot more triple A studios. And one of the reasons that um, I like the, um, you know, this guy. Here, I'm just gonna read some of the quotes he said. I, I was immediately like, "This guy, he, he's got, he knows oh, yeah. what's up." <laughs> so, first of all, he says, "One of the main challenges we all seem to struggle with is there's only so much risk you take on within a new studio. You're forming a complete team with people who don't know each other, have never worked with each other, a brand new IP. Live service adds more complexity on top of that. And I really think, from my own experience for service-driven games." The amount of work you need to do to make a live service work is pretty tremendous. And I think the first game that Jar Sparks is going to do isn't going to have that component to allow the team to flourish first and be able to put their creative energy first without having to worry about the continual pressures of server-driven models. Um, and it says, One of the challenges I think the industry has gotten itself into where if everyone is always shooting for the 300 million mark or 10 million mark, I'm just like, okay, how about you build a team with the right budget that allows you to be successful and with just a couple million or just a million and you can be successful that way. Um, so my goal, or at least our goal that we've talked about with the founder is we don't want to go after God of War. We want to create our own space. It has a good dedicated following and it is a great title that people want to sink their teeth into. That's it. I love everything he said. He's not out there trying to make, um, these lives, live service games, games of service to try to make, you know, millions of dollars, sell all these millions of copies. He's wanting to create a quality IP that people can enjoy and then, you know, and then go from there. So I like that. We don't get that too often. Everybody's jumping in there trying to make the next, you know, Destiny or, or Apex oh, yeah. or something, you know, where they're just constantly like getting that, that cash flow in there and, and not making, you know, not making quality games in the process or good story games even. So, yeah, and we've talked about this trend of like there being too many games to play, and the the, the sad reality is that uh, that's both from the indie perspective, the mid tier perspective, the AAA perspective, and 
people are kind of pushing out AAA games that nobody likes, nobody wants, nobody asked for. Yep. So, you know, if if, if he can accomplish these lofty goals, uh, it sounds like a net positive for everybody. Absolutely, yeah. And I think he's got his heart in the right place, putting together a good team and focusing on creating something that people want. And, um, yeah. So right now he says that they're currently in the early stages of forming its core team, um, and then he estimated that the studio's first game is three to four years away. So, you know, a lot of time, but it's always exciting when, when people that, like, I mean, especially with his, like, background, making, like, he did, you know, Halo 4, Halo 5, worked on Destiny, uh, and then some other people on the crew right now, uh, the lead narrative director on the Batman Arkham Trilogy, Paul Crocker, uh, Greg Stone, who produced Doom, and Steve Dyke, who worked on SSX, NBA Street, and also the Halo series. So, quality team uh, with some good ideas. So, looking forward to see what they can produce. And then the second one is Wildflower Interactive. Now, this is from director uh, Bruce Straley. He was behind Uncharted 4 and The Last of Us. And he, they've got a little bit of a similar idea, but on a much smaller scale. So, um, he said... In 2017, I left the industry not sure if I wanted to make games anymore. Uh, but the longer I was away, I kept thinking about this medium and everything yet to be done and everything I wanted to do still. And this idea kept following me. So I grabbed some friends and we started prototyping. So um, according to the Wildflower Interactive's website, the studio is aiming to create smallish, creatively charged, and uniquely stylized games. Um, so again, they are still in early development, hiring uh Pretty much everybody. They, they don't have much of a team yet. But, um, yeah, this. what do you think of this idea? Going for uh, smaller scale, stylish games. I like it, yeah. And I also like the fact that they were uh, embracing the work from home part, remote yes. work. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to get a lot of people who otherwise would probably not even be able to break into the gaming industry just by the virtue of half of it's in California, the other half's uh, in Europe. Yeah, great um, point. Yeah, so, I mean, you can get world-class talent this way by embracing this. So I think that's a good trend overall. Mm -hmm. And seeing these two stories back-to-back -back makes me wonder if, I mean, this is not the first time we've seen this happen, if we're going to have a trend of these people who made these awesome games that everybody loves, uh, who were then snatched up by a shark in the, in the gaming sphere, whether it's Microsoft or Sony or whoever, and then they come back and they form their own uh, from the ground up mm -hmm. and then hopefully can return some of that love into the games rather than just being so worried about being the next GTA or Assassin's Creed or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Like this guy, he left. He was fed up basically with creating these huge things. Now he could go and create what he wants, you know, doing something on a smaller scale, something that he could put his heart into. So very, very uh, exciting stuff, you know, again. A ways away, but um, I, I have uh, uh, good feelings about both of these. And then, real quick, while we're talking studios, we got to mention Sony has completed its $3.7 billion acquisition of Bungie. Uh, they basically said that uh, they put out a tweet saying, We can officially welcome uh, Bungie to the PlayStation family. And then Bungie tweeted out that we are proud to officially join the incredible team at PlayStation. We are excited for the future of our company, and we are inspired to bring together players from all over the world to form lasting friendships and memories. So, um, it's happening. 
all the doubters were proven wrong. Yeah, it, um, you know, we talked enough about that before. It's, it's just official, but it'll be inter- interesting to see what they do uh, over there with, with PlayStation. Oh, yeah. All right, enough of this uh, business shit. Let's talk about something fun. Let's talk about something exciting. Let's talk about Terminator. So we got, uh, uh, after it's been teased for a few weeks, we finally got the announcements, finally official. Players can play as uh, T-800, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, uh, Terminator character, and T-1000 um, in uh, Call of Duty and Warzone. So uh, I'm not certain, like, what what is the mode? Like, I don't have it written down here. What was the mode that you could play him in? I remember Warzone. Then there were things that I didn't yeah. recognize because I haven't played Call of Duty series in a while. So I'm pretty sure it's all linked together. So you can have it for multiplayer, Warzone. Uh, they're calling Warzone Caldera. That's the current, like, iteration of okay. it, I guess. And then there's some new trials that are coming to yeah, that's that. That's what it was. Trials or something. I was like, I'm not familiar with these. I, I, I didn't know what that was. Um, yeah, I don't have too much on that myself. Okay. Uh, I've not played Warzone for quite a while. All right, so these Terminators, they come in separate bundles. Um, and you have, you know, you have to, if you want both, you got to buy both. There's no price that's been revealed yet uh, as of this recording. Uh, probably be out soon. But um, yeah. yeah, the T800 bundle will feature an animated I'll Be Back emblem, neural net processor, ultra assault rifle weapon blueprint. Colton Alloy and Motorhead Legendary Weapon Blueprints, Always Scanning, Charm, and the Infrared Optics Reticle. And then uh, the T-1000 bundle will feature new animations, three Legendary Weapon Blueprint, a watch, an animated emblem, and calling card. So, you get you get these, dude? You getting terminated up? Probably not, yeah. I, I mean, I'm guessing, even though the prices haven't been announced for sure yet, they're probably going to be in the range of 20 to $25 based on what they did with like the Godzilla King Kong packs. Gotcha. Yeah. That's rough, man. Those prices. Yeah. It's one of my complaints about multiverses, the, the prices for skins, oof, very steep. Um, so yeah, but I mean, I guess people are paying it, right? If your people are paying 20 bucks, to play I guess Terminator. so. I see a lot of people running around as Godzilla and the guy from uh, Attack on Titan, so I think so. Snoop Dogg is in the game now, so yeah, that's fun to yeah. hear through the wall in a oh, ultra realistic sure. uh, game. I'm sure, yeah, it's funny, man. Yeah, people got a lot. I mean, I just spent sixty dollars on a free to play game, so who am I to criticize? But yeah, it's uh, it's all happening. You get out there, I'll be back. That was my Terminator. What'd you think? Good, pretty good. Hasta yeah. la vista, baby. Not even better. Yeah, I want some beer. Bring me beer. He doesn't say that in Terminator, but I bet he says that regularly. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Moving on. Did you miss the opportunity to order a Steam Deck? Well, you're in luck. Another portable console is now available if you have $80,000. Tesla, uh, the cars, are um, in the stages of making um steam integrated right into the the car so you know as you're playing you got the auto auto drive autopilot on and you're just playing a little uh i don't know elden ring or something i don't know oh yeah 
What would be the best? Yeah, they, they've actually said that Elden Ring could be coming to it. Amazing. What would be the best game to play while you're driving? Oh, like a. I mean, they they had Tesla Arcade. I guess I've never been in a Tesla. So just no, me let me pr- let me tell you that much up front. Um, but it had Tesla Arcade, where apparently, like, you can use the the car steering wheel and pedals. They kind of detach from their use on the car, okay. so that you're not just rubbing your tires bald. Uh, but you can use that for like the racing game to do the gas and brake and the uh, steering. So like, well, it's that's stops, like, though. like well, it's parked. Though, yeah, right? yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can. I mean, I, I'm not even sure if game mode is like able to be turned on while the car's in motion. Uh, but yeah, uh, having like Forza Horizon Five or even Need for Speed game, something like that would be really awesome to have in there because you basically got like the. Uh, the steering wheel and gas pedal mm-hmm. setup. That's true. That's a good point. I feel like, yeah, if you are driving, though, that would get confusing. If you're playing Forza and you're also on autopilot or whatever, I don't know about that. Maybe I'd stick to, like, a like a Peggle. Oh, yeah. Real simple. Yeah, well, uh, one of the videos I was seeing, you can actually plug in your PlayStation 5 controller to sync to it to play all kinds of games. Crazy, dude. It's insane. Elon Musk. He's a crazy man. Um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what this what this is, what this is all about, um, and if people do it. All right. Next up, the UK has made a decision regarding the legislation of loot boxes. And um, what they decided was loot boxes are uh, not going to be banned. They are not going to... So what was at stake was that the government was talking about taking over um, basically how loot boxes are handled in games, possibly even banning them entirely. Uh, And they said that uh, they will not be banned despite a government consultation finding evidence of a consistent association between the features and problem gambling. So uh, what they did say was that they're going to leave it up to the industry to be the um you know to take care of this and if they don't if it becomes a problem with children um you know getting involved with these loot boxes or or more gambling then at that point they said they'll take over but right now uh they're they said they're going to discuss tougher industry-led protections and um you know and go from there so uh let's see let's see for example uh Legislation to introduce an outright ban on children purchasing loot boxes could have the unintended effect of more children using adult accounts and thus having more limited parental oversight of their play and spending. So that was one thing they thought about. And then the government also concluded that while there was a stable and consistent association between loot boxes and problem gambling gambling identified across 15 peer-reviewed studies, it could not be sure there was a causative link. Uh, Our view is that it would be premature to take legislative action without first pursuing enhanced industry-led measures to deliver protections for children and young people and all players. So I think, uh, you know, it's a good move. We'll see. uh, Hopefully, you know, the industry can can run with this and and make sure that it doesn't continue to be an issue. But Oh, yeah. I mean, whether they will or not, uh, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, it's not the first time we've ever heard self-regulate. And then you have like Fukushima disaster. Um, So hopefully, hopefully their heads are on their shoulders about it. Um, I did find it interesting that it was basically they needed to decide whether or not this was gambling. 
and they stop short of calling it gambling. And I mean, obviously the same is true in the U.S. or else kids wouldn't be able to buy these things. But they said it was not quite gambling. And that was that's kind of the loophole that makes it uh, not fall under their gambling laws. Um, but I just kind of wonder in the future if this is going to lead to some sort of change in the way loot boxes are handled anyway. Yeah. If, if the game companies do that. Beyond just like slapping a paragraph in the beginning of the game that you check without reading that says i'm 18 or my parents are 18 and say i can do this yeah and then you spend five thousand dollars on the credit card yeah exactly i think part of it is the ease of it i I mean a lot of times i wouldn't compare it to gambling because like um you know it's the same as like going and buying like i don't know everything out there is gambling now it's all the kids are doing is gambling they got these blind bags every single kid toy my kid wants i don't know what it is until we get it home so yeah. it's like that sort of thing or like even like in our youth you know buying a, a box of baseball cards you know you got the packs yeah. you don't know what you're getting and that's a lot of what this loop, loot boxes are where you, you're getting something you're not getting money you're getting something that you want but the ease of it just being able to like have your parents credit card on file and being like yeah sure here let me buy a hundred of those loot boxes or whatever that's something that i think needs to be addressed and um you know more than anything yeah they, they probably need to continue these studies and figure out if there is some sort of causal link between this and the kids who grew up on loot boxes sort of getting addicted to gambling. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like there there could be reason for concern there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, we'll see how it plays out. But I think, yeah, right now I think they made the right move. Hopefully uh, the video game industry can, can, you know, get their shit together and get this taken care of. But, um, all right, last up, if you played the recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge game and you're fiending for more turtle action, well, you don't have to wait much longer. It was just announced that the uh, Cowabunga Collection, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, video game collection, will be available August 30th for PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox X and S, PC, and Nintendo Switch. It's going to have 13 games from uh, the franchise's 8- and 16-bit days, uh, including Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, TMNT, Turtles in Time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the NES version, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, 3, 4, Hyperstone Heist, Follow the Foot Clan, Back from... Follow the Foot Clan, that was a, the Game Boy game. Dude, I spent so much time playing that Game Boy game back when I was a kid. It was just, uh, you know, Game Boy, you didn't have saves, you had to beat it all in one go. Oh, I'm... Um, TMNT 3 Radical Rescue Tournament Fighters I don't know what that is but uh, lots of Turtles games at your disposal very soon So, and a lot of those games weren't like ready available you know if unless you had some sort of a you know a mod or ROM or whatever uh, you know those things are oh yeah so you yeah. gotta get out there dude get your Raphael so. Were you fiending for some more turtle action Dude, yourself? Yeah, yes, yeah. So we played, I would like to actually go, we played the Shredder's Revenge, and I want to go back through and play it and beat it as a different character. But, um, uh, yeah, man, it is a fun game. Like, that game, oh yeah. like, the, it's just so simple, but, like, so much fun to, um, like, I would, I think I would prefer, you know, don't let my, don't let my kid hear this, but... I think it would be more fun to play with somebody a little bit more competent at at video mm. games. Uh, 
the challenge and like I was doing a lot of work. I was hustling. I was busting my ass trying to get through those oh, yeah. levels. Um, he needed pizza. I had to give him some of my life because uh, you could do that. You could high five and give each, give them some of your life. But um, yeah, it's such a fun game. I definitely recommend it. And I'm interested to see how these compare now that these are just like, you know, straight, you know, versions of these games put onto this thing. They're not, you know, remade, yeah. they're not touched up. So, um, yeah, this, I mean, Shredder's Revenge is like the perfect Turtles game. So, you know, going back might be a little tougher, but I mean, just playing like, just having more of it, I like the idea. Oh, yeah. So, who's your favorite turtle? I don't know him well enough to have a favorite. I did play the games on, like, NES, but... You don't know him well enough. Yeah. There's four of them. Can you name all four of them? Yeah. Donatello, Raphael, Michelangelo, and... Greg. <laughs> it's close. It's, it's Steve. It was Steve. You missed <laughs> Oh, okay. It. And then uh, the rat is named Rat. Rat Man. <laughs> rat, yeah. All right. That brings us to the end of another major week of video game news you got anything that you want to add oh it might be worth a mention uh if you had a neo pets account mm. ever uh there was a big hack 96 million accounts Good point. the information's out there so if you had one um especially if you think you might have used that password and email associated with a different account your email you, you know address for instance uh go ahead and change your password Immediately, because that is a danger. Did you have a Neopets account? I did not. What is Neopets? I'm uh, pretty sure it was like a browser-based game. Could be wrong about that, though. But it, it was really big for I a minute I remember, there. like, when I saw the name Neopets, I was like, that, like, is still a thing? Like, I remember, yeah, yeah that was, uh, <laughs> I still, I don't know what it is, but, you know. Yeah. Maybe, like. But it's one of those things where you were, like, 12, you might have set up an account. Yeah. Use that same thing for every other password you've ever had since then, and it comes back to bite you in the ass. So try not to let that happen. Exactly. My password, uh, Michael Jordan, uh, for Password life. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, that is a very good point. Thank you for, uh, for that. Go change your passwords. And with that, we will close up this week of gaming news. Please go to Fruit Lab. Check us out there. I'm Erock the Red. This guy's full clip, um, and we are Gaming News Weekly, and uh, you can find this show, the podcast version, anywhere you get podcasts, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, we're on uh, Amazon, we're on uh, everywhere, everywhere. But if, if you go to those first two, leave us a five-star review. It's very important. Um, you can also find me on YouTube as Pop Culture Playground. And doing, you know, movie reviews. I got another uh, TV show podcast. And then Game Facts for full clip here. G-A-M-E-F-A-X. That's where the action yeah. is. Go check it out. Some, you'll learn something. And that's what YouTube is all about. Learning oh, things. Yeah. I just replaced my garbage disposal by watching YouTube videos. It's been great. There you go. Um, and, uh, and TikTok. We're starting, you know, we're starting to make waves on TikTok. We got like, like clips, bonus clips, full clip dancing. Uh, most that's uh -huh. the biggest one. He didn't, he didn't even know that it exists. I just, no, I didn't know my webcam was. Yeah, it was on, and uh, 
you keep keep an eye on that. Um, all right, I think that's I think we've covered everything. Go check out our show. Subscribe everywhere. Like everywhere. It'll warm our hearts. And now that being said, we're out of here. We'll see you again next week for more gaming news weekly.